our ode to Spider-Man. You just can't get over it, man. Just gotta continue it, dude. I just love when he when he does this part when he's like. The song is all shoulders, dude. Oh, what did I song Sorry. It's all shoulders. So like we said, man, this is the continued Ooh. love for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is a song by Post Malone and Sway Lee called Sunflower. Yeah. If you guys want to check it out. Because you know what? It's new tune Tuesdays on Thursdays, except when it's Friday. Except when it's Friday. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, we wanted to continue that with this song called Sunflower. Um, it is in the movie, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It actually mm-hmm. plays... Uh, it's a pretty significant part in yeah, the, in the it movie, It plays dude. a cool part of it, yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty cool that it, it does that. So And the song itself is pretty dope, man. It's really cool. I like it. So Yeah. I never thought of Post Malone. Like, is he a... There it is. Is he a Post Malone? So, is Post Malone a rapper or is he a vocalist? I think it's a. I mean, what is he like? Honestly, I, I don't know. I think he's more of a vocalist, but I think kind of in the same vein as Anderson Pack, where it's kind of like a hybrid of. It's like the, the whole package, you know. I'm like they kind of bring everything. It's not necessarily just like rapping, but it's also like singing, and um, I think they're just like versatile in that way. Like, yeah. Yeah, they can do a lot of things, but yeah. I think I think Post Malone uh, is more of a singer, more vocalist than a, yeah, more of a vocalist okay. than than a because I wasn't sure I'm a like, rapper. Like you know, these days, uh, or I'm make sounding old, but I, like, I hear a lot of rappers who are trying to sing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I thought that's what he was doing, but he's actually pretty good. So I was like, he's one of the better mm-hmm. rappers who are trying to sing. But then yeah. I didn't really hear him rap as much. Right? Yeah, I think he's yeah, I think he he he's more of a. Singer, More than a rapper. Yeah. have you seen him in, in, in interviews? He does, mm-hmm. it's just like he's like a chill dude, he's, he's like, kind of like, Yes, sir, yeah. yes, sir. Oh, yes, thank you, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it was on uh, I don't know if it was Conan or Jimmy Fallon or mm-hmm. Kimmel, I don't remember which one it was, but they were asking him, He's oh, yes, sir, yes, oh, thank you. Like, dude, it's like, wait a minute, yeah, you like it doesn't fit, but I mean, that's what you, I guess you don't judge a book by its cover, right? Right, but, for uh, sure. I mean, he's got tattoos on his face and everything, but he's not like he's yeah. so polite and well spoken. <laughs> and so I just like that's crazy. Yeah, I saw that dude on Hot Ones, that YouTube channel. I don't know if you guys have seen that, where like all these celebrities eat like hot wings. Um, dude, I saw. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've always seen it on my feet. I'm like, what the heck is that? Dude? Yeah, and dude, the interviewer is legit. Dude, like, he, he pounds through those wings he like is legit. It dude, ain't he, no thing. He, not only is he like eating these things, but his questions are good. Yeah, <laughs> like I like his interview questions yeah. because the other person on the other side is like his mouth is on fire, but he just goes into the next question. Yeah, and he's yeah, and then obviously that's the point of the show, and I think that's where the entertainment comes from is just like him asking these like. Like yeah, really good questions, and like these guys are like like at the on like the cusp of like melting down. Oh yeah, I saw um, I saw the Bill Burr one because I, I love Bill Burr. I just like uh-huh. dude, like uh, 
Google, not Google, but go on YouTube and search for like Bill Burr Burns or Bill Burr Savage moments, dude. And I just love because this guy's like, yeah, he don't care. Dude. He doesn't care. So I saw the hot ones on him, and he's giving a question. He's like, do, he's like Bill Burr's like, you you don't care that my mouth is on fire. You're just burning through those questions, aren't you? <laughs> like it's like nothing phased that dude. Yeah. Like, the next thing is like, hey, so what do you think about? He's like, man. Yeah, and he's so. I think that's what makes it he's all, so extraordinary is that he's so composed, dude. Like he's, he's like, able to maintain like. Like, you know, a certain level of professionalism, I guess, too, just getting to the questions. It's like, F you and F your questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I think that's like the human response, dude, yeah. where that dude is just, he's, that's his superpower, dude. Yeah, he, he can freaking eat hot wings and not be phased. So anyways, I'm sorry, I hijacked your little moment there, but Post Malone was on it? Oh, yeah, yeah, he had one. But it was like, you know, a lot of the comments were like that, where it was like, man, Post Malone, like, I didn't, I never thought that he would be... Like this, because he was literally just like super chill, super chill was just kind of like, yeah, dude that you went to high school with and like who was like, you know, you just got to like hung out with after school or whatever. It was like a super chill, like down to earth type of dude. So, yeah, props to that dude. Props to that guy, dude. So anyways, so we left you guys off last episode uh, about Glass. I mean, we get, we gave you Guadalupe uh, uh, Rodriguez yeah. uh, <laughs> recap, but uh, what did we think about it? In fact, Jay and I saw it together. We went together with his lovely wife to go watch We're brothers. Movie. And we're brothers and brothers. <laughs> and we're gonna go, I don't know the rest of the lyrics on that song. And you still owe me $6. Shut up. <laughs> dude, I got to set up Venmo, dude. Dang, like, dude, hurry up and do that, man. Am I like the only person on earth who doesn't have Venmo? Because everybody's like, hey, Venmo, Venmo this, mm-hmm. Venmo that. Anyways. So uh, convenient, dude. Yes, dude, I'll do it. This episode is brought to you by Venmo. Venmo. I wish. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we saw this movie, and we have, obviously, opinions on it. So, uh, what did we think about, I was going to say, what did we think about Venmo? <laughs> it's very uh, It's convenient. very convenient, yeah. <laughs> and quickly send money to other people. Uh, no, what did we think, thought about it? To be honest with you, dude, I, I try to keep my the hype level down, mm-hmm. and I was still a little bit... Um, underwhelmed by it yeah uh i didn't hate the movie uh i just thought that there was i just thought there was some things that i didn't understand like for example like there uh the doctor um so anyways just so you'll know glass obviously the uh, sequel to split and unbreakable mm-hmm. and uh so david dunn goes after the beast or the horde actually yeah and uh gets captured all t- both of them get captured, mm-hmm. and then they're at a psychiatric hospital with his doctor. I don't even remember her name. But Something Staple. I don't remember. Staple, what yeah, Staple was your last name. I don't remember what right. her first name is. Uh, Mary Staple. Ellen. Ellen. Something like that. Laura. <laughs> uh, she she is Federica. <laughs> Juanita. Juanita. Juanita Staple. Conchita. Conchita. Uh, Yaditia. <laughs> Um, she uh, is Tecla? trying to te- <laughs> back in the day, dude. Lucrecia. Lucrecia. Um, so she. Yurai. <laughs> Cecia. That was the hey, one I was gonna terrible, say, dude. dude. Uh, Cecia. <laughs> we already talked about Mireya, the last Mireya, one. Yeah, I know. Um, no. <laughs> This is terrible. <laughs> You're making me laugh. I was thinking about all these other names. Uh, we could literally be all day here just, just naming, naming freaking names from our 
past. Seriously. Um, no. Um, she made me, made me forget what I was saying. So she's trying to convince them that they're not superheroes, that they're... Right. It's all in their mind and stuff. So... I, that's the part I didn't get. She kept saying, I don't, you know, you're not really this strong, you know, this. So why would she set up, like, for example, David Dunn's uh, cell with a bunch of water, like, if they didn't believe that he was, that was his weakness then, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and obviously, later on you find out there's a reason why, but even then, if she's trying to convince them, then why why do that? Then? Well, because I think there was a, um, there was a part in the movie where, um, oh, actually, no, because I think he was trying to escape. But it, they made it sound like it was almost like immersion therapy or whatever, or like you know, where we're gonna we're gonna fill this place up with water, um, just to so that you can see that it's not your weakness. And uh, but now that I think about it, it was like I think he was trying to get out because he saw there's a moment where he he sees the beast in the um, uh, or like the horde or whatever in the room next that, to him. That and, was a weird cut. They saw that, and all of a sudden, you see them like immersed the, in water. Yeah, yeah. So like, at first, I, like they didn't even show when the water thing went off. It mm-hmm. was like it was turned off, but he all of a sudden he was already all wet. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like, you know, it was. It's, I don't know. It was little things like that that they were trying so hard to convince them, yet they didn't. It's almost like they didn't believe it themselves, mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know. So it was just little things like that, and and uh, the. But I think uh, I mean just well go ahead. Well, the other thing I was going to... I was trying to remember what the other thing was, uh, but I, I just feel like... I don't know. It, it was it, it was sort of like, we believe that you're not, but we don't really believe it, but we're going to, just in case you do try yeah. to get out or something. Um, there's just little things like that that I just was, was kind of... I don't know. It just didn't hit me. Mm. Like, I don't want to say believable, but it, it was it was they were trying so hard to make you believe that they were not real, and I guess that was the point, right? That they were really trying to make them believe that they were not really that strong. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I lost my train of thought what the other one was, but th- I mean, go ahead. What What did you feel about it? Um. Well, I I think I I need to preface this by saying that I am a you know unbreakable David Dunn apologist. So I think from uh, from Unbreakable to Split to now Glass, uh, I think I was going to see this with a uh, a certain disposition that would make it, you know, enjoyable for me regardless of what the movie was. Even if it was completely terrible, I think I was just going to go into it thinking, uh, you know, just trying to take out the best parts uh, of it for myself. Um, but, I, like, I don't think I had to convince myself that much uh, uh, about this movie being good because I did enjoy it. Um, and, and I, I think I do agree with you. There were certain parts where it was just kind of like, ah, if they would have done this, I think it would have been a better movie. Um, but just like uh, um, some of the good things that I like, the, the first 20, 15, 20 minutes of the movie, amazing. Like, I, I think it was like, if they would have done a little bit, I feel like there should have been a movie in between Split and Glass that literally just showed uh, uh, Bruce Willis and his son doing their thing. Like I think, yes, I think that yes. would have been like amazing. Just seeing them together, like seeing, like just had that that little, you know, them doing the walks or whatever. The guy in the Superman punch or whatever, like all that stuff. Like that was so good, dude. And I really, I wish that they would have 
I wish that we would have, even if they were to look, I, I am not opposed to them making a TV show of that where it's like, you know, and of the overseer. That's what I was going to say, dude. And it was almost like giving me goosebumps just to say, like, the overseer, the fact that they gave him, uh, like, a legit superhero name. Um, and even they, they poke fun at that, too, you know, like all the different names that he had. Like, people were just kind of the green guard. And then what was it, like the tiptoe man the or tip-toe something man. like that? Yeah. <laughs> Which was pretty cool that they, like, you know, they had that little moment. But I think. Like if we would have, if we would have had a little bit more of that, um, before moving into like the middle part of the movie, um, I think that would have been great. And again, I like you know, uh, uh, hopefully we do get to see some of that. I don't even if it's like in deleted scenes or I don't know. Like even if they do actually make like a comic book of this, I think I would enjoy just kind of seeing that dynamic because it's so cool to see. Like it's the like the same actor. Uh, his son in the first one, you know, in the in in this movie now, it's like obviously he's grown up, but he still looks the same though. He still looks like a little <laughs> kid, like it's it's trippy. But it's good to just kind of see them together and like you know, seeing that Bruce Willis like believes him now, you know, like and and that uh, he's kind of taken on, you know, him being able, like him being this superhero, the overseer. Um, yeah, I would have loved if they did that. If we would have seen more of the overseer. Yeah, like maybe more of him doing his thing. You know, I I know that they they sort of uh, uh, allude to the fact that he's been doing it for a while, mm-hmm. but it would have been better to actually see it. You yeah. know, and, and and another thing too is, which we didn't get to see, is I like that Glass tells him that, you know, you're only using one percent of what your power is, whatever. Yeah, and I would have liked that. Like there was a moment where he's like freaking go super saiyan or something you know mm-hmm. like he gets his full for his true form or whatever and you see like oh shoot that's what he really could do whatever yeah i was like almost to the fact waiting if this fool could like jump higher fly or something right. like that or something. <laughs> you know but but come on dude, like a puddle of water dude like, yeah and spoiler alert spoiler yeah. alert for people who I'm might just, not i'm just have saying puddle of water that's all i'm saying but but I mean, yeah and and i on. mean i'm i'm still trying to cling on to like the good so um, look, look, I didn't hate the movie, but yeah. I just, I there were moments I thought, like you said, oh, they could have done this or mm-hmm. they could have done that. Because to be honest with you, the twists were not bad for the exception of, and yes, spoiler alert, people, spoiler. If you don't want to know, don't listen to the next two minutes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you two minutes right now, so I'm going to try to put it all into minutes. The, um, the, the fact about... Uh, Kevin Wendell Crumb's father, mm-hmm. like that was kind of like, oh, really? He was in the same train, yeah. Thing? You know, it's like nobody knew about that. Nobody could have looked into the fact that this. Everybody knew that his name was Kendall Wendell Crumb. Mm-hmm. Nobody could have googled the fact that his dad died in that train, right? Like, you know, in, in the same train that David Dunn was in the first movie, mm-hmm. where he finds out he's unbreakable, and then so that one was kind of weird. But the other two, I thought were pretty cool. The other because there's this movie has three twists. Yeah, dude. Movie. Three twists. He's like, you know what? Shamalong uh, Ding Dong is like, you know what? I'm not going to do one twist. I'm not going to do two either. I'm going to do three. Yeah. <laughs> and that fool did himself. And and uh, so the the other two I thought were better. But the fact that they did, there's this Shamrock Society, I guess we call mm-hmm. it, uh, going out there battling against both good and evil yeah. superheroes or villains, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cool concept. It's actually that would be cool to see more about that. You yeah. Know? How are they stopping them? They don't have power, so how would they go about doing that? So it's 
it's kind of interesting where that could have gone. Yeah, and it it was uh, I mean, the inclusion of that like, like it, it didn't because uh, I've I've read a lot of reviews saying that that felt forced and it was just like it was a weird choice, you know, just having this like weird secret society that all of a sudden just like you had we had no context for, you know, they just kind of came out of the blue. Um, so hold on, and the secret society can like meet like in an office or something. Yeah, they'd be like in public places, like like in a freaking restaurant. Yeah, like hey, you know, hold on, everybody. Like seriously, like you know, so the cooks are part of it too. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. The bartender was just like chilling there, (laughs) listening to everything that they're saying. See where she's like talking in front of everybody. You can see the freaking line cooks in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, they're part of the society. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess they gotta eat too, but right. But anyways, yeah, anyways, yeah. I, it's, it but was, but I I didn't have so much of a like I didn't have an issue with that. Um, and uh, I feel like, um, uh, freaking Shyamalan was like looking at all the normal or not the normal, but like the comic book tropes, you know, of like having like super villains and and superheroes, and then like these these like secret you know societies that uh, are kind of controlling. Uh, some of the, like you you get like the the villains who come together and like build up their own little like you know bad guy team or whatever. Uh, it's we've seen this before, uh, so to me it wasn't too much of a shock. Like oh yeah, that's pretty cool the fact that they put that in there, and yeah, the, like the fact that they're trying to keep the balance to like the non powerful people. So we see it, you know, in other like in other things like metahumans or whatever, and like all these people who are against them regardless of them being good or evil like you know mm-hmm. um uh like with the flash or whatever and like all that sort of thing um so i yeah i thought that was cool and and, and i didn't have i didn't really have an issue with their inclusion uh in the movie but it was like the their like the method of them convincing people that they're not super like i don't understand that like so their purpose was to just have these people not use their powers cuz I, I guess the 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 because I know she said, like, oh... It was, like, if, a humane way to yeah, stop them. Yeah, because if that doesn't work, then we just use laser on them or something like that. You know, like, that's, I think she ends, she says that um, at some point um, when she's, like, giving, like, a report or whatever. But... Um, yeah, like, there was, like, I guess some ultimate weapon they could have used, but instead of using it, she was going to try to convince them not to. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, it yeah. Was, but it was weird that it's, like, well, how, like, how would you guarantee that these people wouldn't use their powers again or... How do you regulate that? Like, so if they were to just unintentionally use their powers again, would you then just take them out or put them back inside the, uh, you know, the insane asylum or whatever? I don't know. That that seemed kind of weird. Like, you know, the the way that they were quote unquote trying to treat their, you know, these powers or whatever. But I'm actually like, this kind of leads into another movie that's coming out, The New Mutants, where it's kind of like the same deal. So I wonder how they're gonna handle that. Because they're, they're kind of like in a some facility asylum thing. Um, so I almost heard that the movie might be delayed again. And then oh, really? it might just go into like, what was it? I read something that it, it's a possibility it might go straight to Hulu. Oh, really? Movie. Yeah. So, I mean, that it's a rumor. So yeah. take it with a pinch of salt. So I'm not sure if it's actually going to happen. But yeah, I see what you're saying. That if they might be taking something like that, that route, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to convince them it's not, they're not. They're crazy or something. Yeah. Or something. But uh, the other thing I had, I have to say that I that I did enjoy and I really liked how they went about was um, the horde, and specifically the you know Kevin Wendell Crumb. 
Yeah. And I really like the how uh I mean props to James McAvoy, dude. dude. If anyone shines in this movie, it's, it's James him, McAvoy. dude. Like he He is... legit did uh and I heard in an interview that in the movie you do get to see a lot of them, but in the movie you actually see twenty of his twenty three. Not counting the beast. Yeah. So that's crazy, dude. Yeah, that he actually and, worked on it, dude. And like I the, can't do the, one. I can only do the Boston yeah. thing. That's it. <laughs> dude, the crazy thing is that like it, it's a um, transformer. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's, it. It's so good, dude. And he slips into each one so like seamlessly, dude. Like effortlessly. It did. They're. It, what's crazy too is that they're they're each so distinct that they're. Like, there's no real remnant of one in the other. Like, and, and that's just, like, amazing to think that he created 23 different characters and is able to uh, distinguish each one, like, when he transforms into them. Like, you can tell that, like, you, you can't mistake one for the other. Like, you know, it's, it's he just does such a great job, dude. It's so good. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But what I was saying was that I like how they're, um, in order for a personality to be up front they have to be in the light as they call it mm-hmm. and the actually one of the powers of his personality is Kevin no not Kevin uh, Hedwig yeah is the fact that he can be, bring people into the light and so he's the one tasked he, that's the personality that is tasked to keeping Kevin Wendell Crumb which is you know the actual mm-hmm. person out of the light because I mean, they're afraid that he can control everybody. Yeah. But he's led to believe that he can't. So that whole fact that he's he's there's a good person there and mm-hmm. that these other personalities like specifically like the four or five, is it? Yeah. That um are the bad ones. It's kinda crazy. It's like I like the fact that they, they work they 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 had um Anna Taylor Joy yeah. come back and be the person that tries to bring out Kevin mm-hmm. who is the good person there. And try to control everything else. Yeah, I don't know. I just really like th- that. It just brought more depth uh, to to that character. There was more to it. There was more than just the beast, you know, and and his other personalities. There was more to him, and there's a tragic story there too. So it's 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 kind of cool that they went that route. I really like that. I'm just saying, yeah. I really really like that. And put on top of it that James McAvoy was amazing. So for sure, for sure. So yeah, that was that was that was really good. Yeah, I and I yeah, just to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, I loved. Um, a lot of people had an issue with uh, with um, her inclusion in this and the way that they that that they used her and that she was very sympathetic of. Uh, Kevin Wendell Crumb. It wasn't so much like she was sympathetic of the Horde, but she was sympathetic towards Kevin Wendell Crumb because I think, um, and you know, they kind of explore this a little bit in the movie, is that they both suffered the same type of trauma. And I think she kind of saw that, you know, that that not not that she would develop these these powers or whatever, but like that could that was essentially her too, you know, like she went through um you know, the like sexual trauma or whatever with her uncle. And he, he kind of went through like some trauma with his mom physical too, abuse, mm-hmm. like physical abuse. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I did kind of in, like, I did like that. The, the fact that they uh, humanized, you know, the beast and the horde through her, you know, like through right. her, her inclusion in this, it allowed, you know, his character to have, yeah, like more <clears throat> of a sympathetic side to him. Cause if not, it would have been like, well, there's no redeeming quality in him other than Kevin Wendell Crumb, but he never wants to come out. Like he's mm-hmm. the, like the, it would have been, 
like, I don't know how else they would have allowed him to emerge and, like, have us care about that character. Um, but I think having, you know, her bring him out, um, you know, was, like, really smart. And, and just kind of, like, in terms of continuity, having her come back from, like, you know, just having that be a connective tissue from, like, Split to this one uh, was really cool, too. So For sure. So, yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed that. I think overall, um, like, if we were to rank this i think it would be it would kind of play out in the same way that the movies were were released i think unbreakable unbreakable would be number one i think split would come in second and then glass would be third um uh but i think all within the spectrum of like you know great to good i guess you know like i think unbreakable was great split was you know uh good if not great um and then um glass was good i think yeah, dude, I would agree. I would have to say that's how I look at it too. Yeah, yeah. and people, and had I, I didn't hate it, but I just thought there was a couple of things that I would have thought would would have been a little bit better. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's not the conclusion probably I wanted, but mm. and I don't know if there will be any more movies in that universe. It'd be. I think I heard it. I think I read an article where it said that he's he is done with making. Mm. Uh, Cause, and I was thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, that's true. And they mentioned in articles that this is the like the only sequels he's made to any of his movies, um, which is kind of which is kind of cool. I mean, thinking that he's made nothing but original, original stuff, content. content. Um, but um, but yeah, I couldn't, I can't see them. I mean, I guess they can because they kind of left the door open mm-hmm. a little bit. So mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe it's not him, but they'll allow other people to kind of play in this universe a little bit and um, just allow new characters to to surface within the true the unbreakable universe i guess um but you know what might not continue for sure what punisher what let's jump into punisher let's do it season two because it's sad when you get like good stuff coming and then you know that's not going to continue so i'm pretty sure the punisher season two or the punisher the show Itself is is gonna go the way of uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage and Daredevil, and probably because of that deal that they have with with Marvel and Disney's coming out with their um, streaming service mm-hmm. this year. So for sure, I think uh, the Punisher is not gonna continue, and that's messed up because I really enjoyed season two. Uh, you get to see sort of like. Frank Castle as the Punisher how he was meant to be kind of thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like So he's not he's not as reluctant exactly. as he was in the first like, one. He's like, like this is who I'm who I am and yeah. so just this is who I am. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kill I'm not the one who dies. I'm the one that does the killing. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of thing like that. So you kinda see that. But I think the what made this season different too was Billy Russo and his story. And I thought that was well done. I think mm-hmm. the fact that um, he's playing this complex character now, uh, I mean, obviously he's not ever called Jigsaw, but that's who he's playing. It's yeah. This is one of Punisher's main villains is named J- Jigsaw and that's who Billy Russo is. So there is this like psychological part of that story that you understand why he's that. So, or why he's this... Uh, persona as Jigsaw, you mm. know, and so I thought that was pretty good. He's he's sort of like 
he's the main villain, but he's not because you got this other character that is like a preacher type guy. It's crazy. Without giving anything away, it's just he's, yeah. you know, you got this on, he's fighting like a lot of enemies on different fronts. So, mm. but he's his grunting, relentless, bloodlust vigilante that you all love. So nice. uh, it's definitely that. Dude, this, I didn't realize how gory Punisher is. Uh-huh. If you go back and see some of the stuff he did even with Daredevil, uh, season two. Yeah. But man, dude. There's just so much blood in this movie. <laughs> like, it's so like, is this like uh, in comparison to the first season? And yeah, even the stuff that you see in Daredevil 2. I, I was is trying this... to remember like in season one. But yeah, like season one, like he's just like blasting people, dude. Yeah. This one though, dude, I saw like, there's like, like in a way the blood even kind of looks, looks, a, looks a little like CGI-ish. Mm-hmm. Like when he blows people up, like the blood's like... <laughs> so... That was kind of that did take me out a little bit. Like yeah. you know, you're seeing like when people are dying and blasting, it's like the 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 blood looks sort of CGI-ish because mm-hmm. it's like just splattering everywhere. But dude, it's like super hyper violent and stuff. And that I saw a clip of this, and that's what got me super excited about watching this was that it was almost like raidish level. Where I know we've talked about this before on the show, but if you guys haven't seen the raid. Um, it's uh, it's like a really good action movie, uh. But there were the like the the fight choreography in the in those movies because there's two of them, is just like is is just ridiculous and it's amazing. Um, and there was a clip that I watched of this one and I can't remember um where it was exactly, uh. But I remember watching it and I was like, dude, this is kind of like on that level of just brutality and just full on like visceral action where you're just kind of like oh shoot like this is like real life like almost seems like it's too close to like these guys are actually like fighting dude like actually getting down um what's really cool what what we don't i'm really like um not uh i'm really what's the word i'm looking for i wasn't disappointed but i really wish that they uh showcase these type of characters later on because it only comes out like a, maybe a few episodes mm-hmm. are like these mercenaries that are women. Like oh, really? Female mercenaries that are like badass. And they're like, they see Frank Castle and they're like, oh, guy, you're over your head. You don't know what. And Frank Castle's like, let's go. He, he gets, there's a scene where he takes his belt off and he puts it on his forearm because mm-hmm. they have knives. And so he puts it on his forearm. So he's using his forearm to block the knife. Oh, what the heck? That's crazy. And in his right hand, he's punching the hell out of these girls. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So, like, the girls are like, what? Like, they're, like, fighting. But he's, like. He's an equal opportunist, dude. dude, He, like, grabbed the girl, throw it against the wall. But she's, like, dude, she's trying to kill him, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not your, like, typical, you know, woman. She's, Mm -hmm. like, you know. So they're not showcased as much in the rest of the season. But there's a couple of shows where they come come out. I would have liked that they would have, like, who are these women? Like, yeah. they don't really go into why, are they, like, these women so badass. They're just, mm. like, part of this, like, mercenary group. So it's crazy. It was, it was pretty cool. And then probably one of my favorite episodes is when he's trapped in a, in a sheriff's office. So that was pretty cool, too. Like, he goes all black ops, like, into the forest. It's, it's crazy. I think it's, like, episode three or four it's like yeah. early on in the season and it's like man that is so cool it was really good so so because we like ranking and I think it makes it easier for people to understand whether it's worth watching or not so if you were to rank this uh, uh, 
uh, between all the other Marvel Netflix shows, where would you put this one? Oh man, that's tough. Uh, I, it would be high up there. Um, I don't know if I'd put it on on above Daredevil because I really liked all three seasons of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I mean, Daredevil season one, you get the epic hallway fight, yeah, and the whole season was great. Season two, the introduction of the Punisher. Mm-hmm, so you, I mean, mm-hmm, you gotta mm-hmm. count that in there. And season three of the of Daredevil was just amazing. Um, so it's kind of hard at top. I mean, I think from the Marvel shows, Daredevil's the yeah creme de la creme as they yeah, say yeah, yeah, right yeah. at the top. Uh, and then after following that, it'd be I would probably put Punisher up there, dude. I think Punisher would probably this be season? one of my favorite. Or you're just combining. Uh, overall, it's uh, overall because season one I think is still better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I think season two it puts it up there as well too, and it's just in my opinion. Does uh, what's that? Is it micro or whatever his name is? He's not. He's not in this one. He's not in. That's weird. Any that episodes in, in this? What do they? Does well, he mention we, him? He doesn't even mention him, dude. Dang. He doesn't mention him at all. He just yeah, he's just not in this at all. That's crazy. He does mention Matt Murdock. You don't see him. Karen Page does have a cameo in it. Mm-hmm. So it's just, um, yeah, it's, it's, I liked it. I thought it was really good. He, uh, you know, he embraces wearing his skull bulletproof vest. So nice. sure, dude. I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. So, Sweet. Yeah. So you would, would recommend it? I would recommend it. Invest in time to, at least to get to the episode when he's at the precinct. Yeah. When he's trapped in that precinct, dude. For sure, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. So let's go into really quick. Obviously, this is a over-the-top type of show, but um, let's quickly talk before we, we have to leave if um, we could talk about HBO's True Detective. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, have you I, been watching it? I've nev- I haven't. I, I never watched season one or season two. I've always heard people say that it's such a great show. Season one was just phenomenal. Season two was like, okay. Um, but uh, with this season... Look, for um, sure, season one, it's hard to top. Yeah. Season one is good. Like, um, I'm not a hater of season two. Mm. Uh, a lot of people did not like it. Season two was terrible, according yeah. to a lot of people. I didn't think it was that bad. But definitely season one, though... Dude, season one is sort of like a um, psych- psychological thriller, mm-hmm. almost like a horror movie in yeah. a way, um, but a lot of um, crazy dialogue and great acting from Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, obviously can't watch it with kids around, right? Uh, because of the content, but the 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 mood that that show sets in season one is really like, dude. Like really in, in, engrossing and really the atmosphere in it really gets you into that. Mm. So it's really it's it's really good. Yeah. So going into now, you've been watching. So I recommend if you have time, go watch season one for sure. You can skip skip season two, but watch, definitely watch season one. But we're Dude, talking now, about season three right now with Mahershala Ali. Yeah, and 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 I think this is one of the one of the cool things about this show. Um, it's kind of like an anthology, right? Where it's like it's it's all part of the same show but they're different stories being told um so you don't really have to watch the other two to under to enjoy this one it's th- they're always like these like uh what you call it like 
set alone stories or yeah. like, you know their own story. Yeah, yeah, it has yeah. Nothing to do with the other seasons. Like standalone, standalone stories. stories. Thank you. I was trying to think of that word. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So this one has Mahershala Ali in it. It has Stephen Dorff. Um, bro, uh, bro. What's I have a huge crush on Carmen Agogo. I think what his name is. Go to Jogo Agogo, whatever. Is that the Mahershala Ali's wife in this? Wife. Uh, oh. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's beautiful, dude. I just, just the way, um, uh, she, coming kind of commands the screen when mm. she's on, dude. She's great, dude. I really like her. But yeah, she's, she's yeah, she's good, and and she's, she's great <laughs> in the uh, she's great in the show too. Um, and uh, let me see who else is in this bad boy. Uh, what's like uh, a lot of people? Steven Dorf. Um, what's that guy's name? Speed? No. Or Tug? Uh, uh, or Scooty McNair? Yeah, there you go. I know Scooty or Scooter. Scooter. Scoot. Scoots, scooty booty, scooty. something scooty like booty. that. But that guy, that dude's in it. Jabroni, um, Jabroni. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, but the 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 show is kind of like you said. Like I think it's a return of form to the first season. It is I think because so. it is. Um, you know, it definitely hits on all the psychological thriller like beats. Um, and it, uh, but it just has like that murder mystery feel to it. Um, kind of like a David Fincher type of like a Mindhunter type of thing where. You're just like diving deeper and deeper into like this mystery, and like it's it's almost like it's almost disorienting and discombobulating because you don't know like where to look, and and you have like these clues kind of pointing in one direction. And I think what makes it interesting too is that it it's constantly jumping between three time periods. So you have like this. Uh, I think it's like set in the '70s, then it jumps to the '90s, like and 80s. then. It's, Oh, 80s? Okay, so it's, it's like the 80s, 80s the 90s. 90s, and then it's like the 2000s or whatever. Uh, but you're following the same characters throughout, um, which is pretty cool because it's like you're always seeing the same case, the same story, uh, but in different time periods, but like still under the same like perspective, but with like even with like newer clues or whatever. So it's like, it's just crazy because it's like you're... Uh, you're just like immersing yourself fully in like this entire in this case uh um like wrapped around this one person's perspective throughout like you know uh, uh like a, a large chunk of time um it's just great dude i, I love it like I, lo I love the way that they structured the show um and it's just like it has me and christina just kind of like at the edge of our seat right now we're like dude what's gonna happen and it's really weird to say but like anytime it there's these like murder mystery shows that deal with like abducted kids or like murdered kids or whatever i don't know if it's just because we're parents and we have kids but it just like it engages us even more because it's like dude what if that were our kid like what would we do in that situation so i think it just adds a little bit more to uh like the suspense of the show because you're just thinking like crap what would you do in that situation um but it's just great like so far i've loved it we're on uh, it's funny you say that three. because and uh Oh, so have you seen episode three yet or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember when he's in uh in the in the department store. Uh -huh. and he yeah, can't find dude. his daughter. Oh my god. So it's dude. like he's like exactly what you're thinking about. He's obviously in the middle of this mm -hmm. investigation. He you know, when his daughter is like it not disappears, but she gets lost in the department yeah. store. Um you know, he has that terrorizing feeling. Yeah, dude. And as a parent, dude, I was trying to go back and remember, did I ever lose my kids in a store? I think maybe for like a second mm. or something, we turn around and they're like somewhere else. Yeah. And then like, I, you get that fear. Like, there's no fear like uh, of a parent when like they're not they knowing where your child is. is yeah. dude. Heck no. So it's funny because it's like, we, 
I, I just kind of looked over at Christina when we were watching that, and we're like, dude, that is, that by itself is like the most terrifying feeling that, yeah, like you said, like that you can ever feel. It's just like, yeah, we never want to be in that in that position, you know, where we don't know where our kid is for like one second. Like, oh, it's just crazy, oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's crazy. So like just even little moments like that doesn't even have to be like some crazy, bloody, gory you know, uh, portion of the show, like they're, they have little moments like that where it's like real, like, like true terrifying, you know, situations yeah. that you can relate to that just kind of makes <clears throat> the whole show very engaging. Sure, so it's, sure. it's, it's I, we love it so far. It's good. Um, and yeah. I, and I think I kind of, we are enjoying the, like, yeah, like we've been watching like each episode as it's recording. Uh, so just being able to like sit down and like watch one episode and then like wait till the next one records and then like watch that one again. And then like, so just, it's, it, it just kind of harkens back to a time where we used to do that, yeah, <laughs> you know, like for sure. instead of just like sitting there and like binging the whole season. Now we have to just kind of like wait in anticipation, like, Oh crap, we got to wait till like the next episode. Comes so funny or, because I'm not so used to binging everything. That is like, man, do I have to wait? Yeah, oh, dude. Goodness. But you do. Yeah, you have to wait till the next one. But, but it's cool, though, because it gets you talking about the show, you know, throughout the week. You're just kind of like, oh, dude, wait, this going to happen. Was this or that? Yeah, whatever. That? I wish I could watch it all now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Honestly. Anyways. Uh, so but yeah. it's great, though. That would be my pick of the week, definitely, if... Um, if you guys have HBO or if you need HBO Go, hit us up because I know there's people giving out their uh, logins. What? Who's on who's the down low? Who's, who's doing that? That's what I'm saying. It's freaking slide into our DMs and we'll hook you up. <laughs> well, somebody's actually going to hit us up for that one to watch. Hey, dude. We'll see. We can get it. Uh, hey. Uh, we'll be slanging that stuff like the mule, dude. No. <laughs> like we're freaking Clint Eastwood up in this piece. Disclaimer no, we're not going to give you. <laughs> we don't want HBO to call us up. Anyways, heck yeah, dude! I'll so, start a war with HBO. You know what, dude? What up? We've come to the end of the show. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, you should be a resident singer, dude. Why? Why don't we have you? What are you talking do... about? I am fool. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, you are. But we gotta get you doing some uh, some theme songs. <laughs> I should. Uh, That'd be dope. Hey, hit us up on our uh, social media pages at the Beta Report. Uh, comment at. Hey, the beta if, if there is a movie or something that you want us to review, or if you want Guadalupe Rodriguez to give you a recap, hit us up, dude. Yeah, we'll yeah, for sure. Hit That'd us be up. dope. Comment, interact with us. We love it, guys. For reals. So, until for next reals. week. Until next week. This is the con. This is Jay, people. This I'm going to miss you report. all. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And enjoy yourselves. But don't touch yourselves. Just have a good time. Oh, woo, 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 woo